0: CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Do you feel that you start your day with a plan, but interruptions throw you off track? Do you wish you could get out of feeling overwhelmed and accomplish tasks on your to-do list? Tune in to today's episode to hear ideas of what you can do to better manage your day.
1: Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth-running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer.
0: Hello and welcome to BizHelp for you with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining me today. If you missed my last episode and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my social media pages as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. This is the last episode I recorded from an event and didn't have bios to read at the time of the recording. So let me share a little bit about my guest today before getting into the interview. Kat is a mother of two boys, an entrepreneur, podcaster, aspiring author, and inspiring positivity motivator with the goal to help others soar. While spending over eight years in administration management work, over 15 years in customer service, being a current licensed real estate agent and serving as the agent coordinator for one of the largest brokerages in the world for a time, she has obtained an array of knowledge and skill that allows her to put together the puzzle pieces that form your business based on your unique personality. Her passion for creating a profound core and simplicity in others' businesses, it what drives her to pushing her clients outside of their comfort zone to create authenticity in their business as well as themselves. Now to interview with Kat Posanelli. Well, Kat, welcome to my show today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I'm happy to have you here. Before I get into any questions regarding the topic, I'd love for you just to tell us just a little bit about yourself, more than what I'm going to read in your bio. And how did you get into working with entrepreneurs?
1: Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Short version. So I am a, I'm a business management and a mindset coach. I actually love working with entrepreneurs to help them pull apart the entangled thoughts that they have of overwhelm and really kind of creating a system that works for them and their business that makes it very authentic and effortless when they use it. So one of my favorite things, and I tell this to all my clients is you can call me your brainstorming queen, because I'm going to take your vision and whatever it is you want and kind of create something that really is going to work with you. And for everyone, that tends to be very different. I have a medical administration background, so I love paperwork, if that helps out at all. And actually it was kind of... Kind of forced into the entrepreneurial world. I I actually was in medical administration. I'd been in, in it for just over eight years, and I, after getting out of an abusive relationship, kind of started standing my ground instead of just people pleasing with the doctor that I worked with at the time. And what ended up happening is we ended up having some moral differences on on things, and I was suddenly let go. And so I found myself a single mom, not having a, a play. I just rented a house, and I was trying to figure all the things out. And I had thought. About About getting into the real estate world. So that's actually where my entrepreneurial journey started. I got into real estate, decided to go in it full time so I could be there for my kids and be able to make money. And in the process of all of that, I got some amazing opportunities working by myself. I worked with a team and then I uh, actually worked on the corporate side for one of the largest brokerages in the world as their agent coordinator. And I fell in love with the process of helping other people get to where they needed to be and helping them get set up. I dealt with a lot of tech issues and I started doing training and teaching. And from there, it just kind of spiraled into, you know, what I do now, which actually used to be more administrative work. And then I moved more into the coaching scene because I really enjoyed helping people along the journey versus doing it for them. And then the mindset piece just naturally kind of came into that when I started sharing my story and other people started sharing with me as clients. Hmm.
0: Well, and as entrepreneurs, we wear like so many hats that sometimes so it's hard hats. to keep everything organized and, you know, keep track of everything that we need to be doing. Or even if it's all perfect in a calendar, we know what we're supposed to be doing. We still feel overwhelmed. So like, what are some of the tips maybe that you would give to just get started, to get out of the overwhelm and start getting something put into place that is going to make it a little more streamlined?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I always tell anyone that I'm working with, regardless of where you're at in the process. So where you whether you're looking at your business or your time management and your calendar, the best thing that you can do is to write it all down. I know that sounds crazy for us considering all the technology that we use, but when you can literally get it out of your brain and get it onto a piece of paper, and I tell people to categorize it, you know, what your business stuff is and separate your personal, right? And then from there, you can look to see what you can negotiate, what is actually a priority, and what you may actually be able to either delegate or kind of let go. And doing so also allows your brain to kind of breathe because you think that you have 10 million things to do and when you start writing it down you what you'll realize and I, I used to do this is a lot of things actually kind of go together so then you kind of you can put them right as one thing versus your brain thinking it's five things that you need to do and that alone can help you understand where you need to go moving forward and how you can prioritize and give yourself time to breathe <laughs> as you work through now navigating, which is going to work for you in your business and your personal. And I know that those two worlds collide. So it helps with that as well.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So if someone knows, like I need to get things a little more streamlined, I, you know, just all over the place. I don't even always know from day to day, like what I should be doing, how to prioritize, like what is the first step other than obviously writing things down, like you just mentioned, but actually Mm -hmm. starting to implement what they've written down, how do they go about that?
1: Well, you definitely need to know where you are at in your business, right? So this is going to be different for every person. And I think this is where people tend to get really confused, right? If you are brand new in the business, then the things that are more priority for you might be getting some things set up so that you're comfortable moving forward in systems, right? Or reaching out and making connections so you can start building up a community, whereas someone that's been in the business for a long time or has an established clientele, what their priorities are in their business may be completely different. And I think that's where people really tend to get confused because we tend to think that it's the same across the board, right? So if I'm brand new in the business, I'm trying to do all these pieces and... Have clients and find this and do things that people that have already been in the business are doing. You have to learn to take a step back. So it really helps to take the goal that you are going for. And I like to do it by month so that you can then take that goal apart And see how you could do it over the next few weeks. And then from there, how you could do it over the next days. And then from there, where you can actually put it in your schedule. Because not everything has to be done every single day. Not everything is the same priority. Your days can flip-flop. And I know that for me personally, when I started out with my podcast and when I started working with clients... I was all over the place. Right. So I was like meeting people here and connections here. And what ended up happening was my day felt like it was just spiraling and nothing made sense. So going back and seeing what I actually needed to prioritize and then actually sectioning them into days or Mm -hmm. like in the morning hours and something different in the afternoon really tremendously helped me because then I was able to actually hyper-focus right Mm -hmm. on what needed to be done versus feeling like you're jumping from this to that, to this, to that, and then back to this because that it's kind of like multitasking, which a lot of people talk about is not necessarily a good thing. And we shouldn't be trying to do that. And it will make you feel more scattered. So really taking a look and looking at that goal and then backing yourself down to see when it can be implemented and how often, and then scheduling things out around that so that you do feel like you have some type of conformity or direction versus going in 10 different ones.
0: Right. Well, and I think to batching things together, you know, that are similar tasks could be good. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes people are maybe just like handling things as they come, right? I have to answer this call. I have to respond to this email. I have to yes. do this work. But I found for myself too, like, so not only do I have my podcast, which I have set times to record generally during the week. So I always know on Tuesday at this time, Wednesday at this time, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever, but I also do every month video blogs. And so I try to record all of them in the same day, right? Because if I already have to do a setup and I have to have, you know, everything ready to record, get my mic, et cetera, it's much easier to set up once and record instead of every week having to record. Right. So if there's things like that, that business owners can do to like batch things together, I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then that helped me tremendously. And the other piece that really helped me was understanding who I was and how I worked. So I know Mm -hmm. for some people that I work with, they're not necessarily morning people. So certain tasks, scheduling them first thing in the morning is not going to work (laughs) for them, right? Right. I am a morning person. So meeting with people, meeting with my clients, having conversations, filling my days with things that are already energizing is how I like to start my day. And then at the end of my day, I fill it with other tasks that need to be done done, such as checking my emails, because I found that if I checked my email first thing in the morning, I got completely distracted. I already thought of 10 different other things I needed to do. Right. And then by the time I actually needed to talk with, with someone, my brain was already in five different places. And it was so hard to focus. So I have my days managed, kind of like you're saying, batching, but understanding where I focus the most and where my right. most energy is. And then when I can funnel in the other tasks that I maybe don't care for as much, but need to be done. And for me, starting my day with things I enjoy allows me to really finish out my day strong versus starting it in the morning with things that I don't. And then I feel like the day drags.
0: Right. I do the same thing. I get up, I'm an early bird too. So I'm up pretty early And I don't look at my email for the first few hours of the day, at least because I want to get things done. And then especially because I also have staff that also will reach out with questions and things during the day. I focus first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning on the things that I just need to get done. And I don't want any interruption. (laughs) And then you know, as the staff are coming on, if they have any questions, they can reach out and then I could check email and things like that too. So for me, that's how I found I'm more productive is by doing those tasks in that certain order. And so anything Mm -hmm. that can help us really be productive and not have all of these distractions, I think is really helpful as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's like even with my phone, because, you know, like you were saying, answering your phone and things like that. When I know that I'm focused on something, I turn my phone over. I make sure that it's on silent. Sometimes I'll put headphones in and just listen to different hurts or different music without words in the background so that I have something keeping the other part of my brain busy <laughs> mm-hmm. while I'm focusing on, on what I do, which I know for some people, right, that's extremely distracting and they like to have quiet. But I really think it does come back to understanding who you are and the way that you work and not trying to change that just because this course says you should do it this way, or this class said you should do it that way. That's everyone is teaching from their own perspectives. Mm -hmm. And I do think a lot of times we forget that. So we try to inherit that person's perspective. And then when it doesn't work for us, we feel like we're the ones that failed. And it's, it's not that it's just, it didn't align. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think
0: that's what's important. Like you have said, know yourself, you know, what is going to work for you. So if you're a morning person, you know, great. If you're an evening person, at least, you know, figure out that productive time for you. And when there's something that you're like a little bit dragging during the day, right? What can you do in that part of time that maybe is not going to take as much of your energy?
1: Yeah, definitely. One of my favorite things to do, especially when I know I have some daunting tasks and you know it's something that I'm not necessarily looking forward to or I just had like a really full day and I know I still need to get it done is I, I love to step away from what I'm doing and I yeah. completely change my environment so that whether that's going outside or go walking my dog, like I will put myself in a completely different environment for 10 minutes, right? It doesn't take long, but it's just enough to breathe, and refresh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then it's like, when you walk back into there, like something changes and you're like, okay, I can do this. Right. Well,
0: and sometimes that seems counterintuitive too, because we've heard a lot of times too, that, you know, you should be taking breaks every so often. And, but you're like, but I have so much to do. Like if I'm going to take these breaks, then I'm gonna have to work later. Right. But then a lot of times I've heard research that says, no, you're actually more productive if you actually have taken those breaks. And so it's, again, I think it comes back to our own bodies and what is our body telling us that we need? And, you know, do you need to have a break after two hours? Can you go for four hours? Like, what is that for you? But then still making sure we're eating, drinking, you know, things that we need, because otherwise we're just working straight through and maybe not taking as good care of ourselves as maybe we should.
1: Yeah, definitely. I actually have it scheduled in my calendar every day at the same time for lunch. I have it scheduled and I make it so that nobody can schedule over it so that I have to take that time. Right. And if I choose not to take as long as the time, great, then that's something I get to choose. But I schedule in my lunch just so I do not because I am. I used to be a workaholic. And so I would do anything and everything and then get done and have this huge headache and be like, what's wrong? Well, it's because you Mm -hmm. skip breakfast and lunch. And now it's dinner time. <laughs> but like you said, I, I really think that it, it it comes back to understanding who you are. And and it's not that you know, you need to take a ton of time. People tend to think that, you know, like you were saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, now I'm going to have to work later. You could take two minutes, get mm-hmm. up from your chair, walk around, do a couple circles, listen to, if you're a music person, listen to a song you love and dance it out for two minutes. Right. And then get back into it. For me, I know if I have a really busy day and I can't necessarily get up, smells are a really big thing for me. So mm-hmm. I have a mister that's next to me that I keep specific oils for. And so when I know I have a lot of things to do and I want to kind of stay in that momentum, I will turn that on. And there's something about that smell. That's just like very relaxing and kind of washes away whatever I'm dealing with. And I can kind of keep chugging along, you know, when I do have those days like that. So it really does come down to understanding who you are and how your body works and making sure you're giving it the time that it needs. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever heard someone say that,
0: but it's true. We have all these different senses, right? And so why not have something that is next to you that as you breathe it in, you could be like,
1: Oh, this is relaxing. (laughs) I, and I figured that out a little while back that like smells were really a thing for me, right? Like some people like to touch things. I know people have like Mm -hmm. rubbing stones and stuff like that. That's really calming for me. It was smells. I don't know what it is about smells, but there's certain things that I started picking up on that like, Oh hell, like I'm really relaxed. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I started incorporating it just testing it out. You know, when I, I had things to do, if I had back to back meetings, I had like, five minutes in between a meeting, I would light a candle or I put my mister on and I would just kind of breathe it. But what it is, is you're actually kind of taking your mind off of all the craziness that's going on and you're allowing it to refocus and then get back on track to where it needs to be. So it's kind of the same thing as taking walks or doing anything like that. It's just a way to allow the brain to kind of calm down for a couple of minutes before you get right back into what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. Well, I know we're
0: getting short on time. So I would love to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with our listeners and how can they connect with you if they would like to stay in touch?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I do have I do have a little free goodie. Um one thing that I love to do that I think is super important that Ka rolls into business and it's not organizing, but it is it is gratitude. So I have a couple of gratitude journal prompts to really allow people to end their day in a positive way and recognize the small things that they have accomplished because we forget them and we only focus on the big things. And then what ends up happening is when you start your next day, you're really down in the dirt because you didn't get everything finished. So you really really need to focus in on having that small bit of gratitude. And what can you be proud of yourself for accomplishing? And, and I mean, like think small, right? Not your big accomplishments. So that way, when you start your next day, you're already starting it on a positive note because it really does trail over. So I I do have that. I can um, share with your audience. And yeah, for anybody that is looking to connect or follow along, gosh, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me at Cat Polsonelli, which is P-O-L-S-I-N. E-L-L-I, no, that's a mouthful. And you can also connect with me. <laughs> you can also connect with me through my podcast. So I have a podcast called Real Chat with Cat, where I, I love having open conversations with people just like you and, and anybody that's looking to connect through there. I'm always in my DMs or messages as well. So I look forward to connecting with your audience. And thank you so much for, for the time and this opportunity. Well, I'm glad to have you here. It was a great conversation and I'm sure that entrepreneurs
0: listening in will you know, find this extremely helpful for them as well. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Candy.
0: Thank you listeners for tuning in today. I hope you found this discussion interesting and enjoyed the topic, getting out of overwhelm to better manage your day. Would you please share my show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform? I'd really appreciate your support. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Kat or send me a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join me for my next interview. And remember, you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. This episode is sponsored by Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services. If you are overwhelmed trying to handle the financial aspects of your business, AB&P is here to help. Contact us today to discuss your needs at 310-534-5577 or contact at abandp.com. My team and I are eager to assist you. Until next time, have a great day.
1: Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.